And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have my co-host, Charlie. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And Tamika will be joining us in a few minutes. She's actually in a short little meeting. But what we're going to do is Charlie and I will go on here and give you our thoughts on this Matrix Resurrections. And then when Tamika joins us, she'll have her thoughts. But with further ado, let's go on here and get on with it. So... The Matrix Resurrections, of course, is actually the uh, fourth installment into the Matrix uh, franchise, and it had a budget of $190 million and made $70 million at the box office. This is just a little small synopsis of what this film is about. Thomas Anderson is a successful video gamer, developer, creator of the Matrix video game series based on faint memories as Neo. It and so that's pretty much what this film and this premise is about. But the very start of it, I have to say, I was actually dialed into the very start of the film a little bit, where we're actually introduced to some new characters. And those new characters is Bugs and somebody else. And so basically what winds up happening is this. You wind up seeing them basically fanboying, fangirling over moments of that happened inside the Matrix in the very first Matrix movie. I felt like at that time, that was actually us as YouTubers, someone that looks at other people's stuff and fanboys or fangirls over those things. And I was actually dialed into that. I actually liked those little moments. And of course, they changed a few things within the opening scene where Trinity uh, doing her, her skills and stuff like that. So I thought that was really good. But, you know, I thought that... Um, but yeah, that's what I had thought. I mean, I thought the intro uh, intro was a pretty intro was pretty cool because we're getting like what we think is gonna be the it's kind of like the original. And then we see the uh, projection in the background, and you see bugs and um, the 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 the, uh, the person in control of the matrix, and it's like really cool because we're doing new technology, so portals, him being there with you, like all that kinds of stuff, and then. Um, and then you see the opening sequence, and it's Trinity, but it's not really her. So, and then you're seeing how it all kind of is playing out, like it's like a homage to the original. And then, and then you see, yeah, something's going on here. There's, there's like, it, 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 there's a essentially it's a glitch. It's a glitch in the Matrix. So what we're seeing happened, but it's done. It's gonna be. It's done differently in a sense. So it's kind of like get. It's trying to play on like they're trying to get the the fans of the original trilogy hooked in. And it's also trying to, it's for a new generation. So this is why it's kind of like a sequel and kind of like a reboot in a sense. And I, again, I love the opening. I thought it was cool. I mean, like when we get introduced to the new characters, which I think was really cool. Um, and then, and you see uh, Morpheus, he's an agent, but he's not really an agent. Um, so he's kind of like a, it's like, it's a lot, a lot of coding. So there's a lot of code terms in this one. So it's a little bit um, techy. But I, I liked how they did everything in this, to be honest. I'm not I'm not hard at like cold hearted on this movie. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be a little bit cold hearted on this one. I know unfortunately. This is where we're a little bit divided. <laughs> you and I are very divided with this one. Oh yeah. In a sense. But this is what I have to say though. Is this the opening scene has me hooked. That was the positive. It was good seeing Neo back. It was good seeing Keanu Reeves back reprising his role as as Neo, it was good to see Trinity back. It was good to see all the OGs, basically, of the Matrix. But it was good to see Neil Patrick Harris in this film. I thought he did a really good job as a psychiatrist that's trying to keep him glued in to the Matrix and making him take the pills, which also signifies opioids and stuff like that, too. 
with opioid addictions and things like that and psychiatry and things. That's what I got out of that. But keeping him within the matrix itself, you're wondering why is he in the matrix? Why is he trying keeping him there? And how did he come back? That was the mystery element because they didn't even tell us how Neo was able to come back or anything like that. We just automatically assumed that he's just back without any rationale or anything like that. But when they go into it, I like that aspect, but we'll talk to that about that in a few minutes. But, you know, I like the fact that, you know, you have him taking these pills, keeping him glued into the Matrix, and then he's even exercising next to uh, Morpheus, because Morpheus is basically his guardian angel kind of thing, basically just watching over Neo and stuff like that. So I definitely like that aspect. And some people were like, well, I just don't get it. Why isn't him and Morpheus actually interacting with each other? Number one, it's because of the blue pills, I believe. And he doesn't remember Morpheus or anything like that because of the fact he keeps taking the blue pills, which also makes him feel kind of wooden. That's also why, too, the Kung Fu at that time probably wasn't that great at the start of it, but it's because of the fact that he was still under those pills and taking them a while to adjust without taking them. But I like the aspect. I like the psychological aspect of it. I thought Neil Patrick Harris was really good as a psychiatrist. I also like the White Rabbit soundtrack at that they used in the trailer. And of course, also foreshadowing the blue uh, pills with his glasses that he's wearing to signify that he is part of the within the matrix itself. And he's also keep trying to keep him there. But what about you? What about that scene? Well, I mean, just to go on as that in general, like the reason he's not interacting with Morpheus is because Morpheus, well, this is 61 years after the events of the third movie, the real Morpheus, he's dead, right? He's dead. He's dead. And the Morpheus you're seeing in this one is like Neo works for a video game company. He's using like because like right when he first see the office, you're seeing snippets of what happened in the actual the Matrix movie, like the iconic Trinity going backwards from the with the dual uh, the dual Uzis. That was icon. That was that. That he has like has that as like one of those action figures. Neo's created a game a very set of games called the matrix, which is based on everything that like your snippets of his memory. And then these are successful games. Morpheus is like a code. I think he put in, cause he, you see Neo watching, like seeing how he's got glimpse of the original coding. He's put, I think he created Morpheus as a character. And yet also kind of like in uh, that, that's how he was. And Morpheus was able to be like, being able to get, unplugged from the from as an agent kind of a program so it's a lot of agent stuff like a lot of programming in it so neo is the one that kind of created the idea of this idea of morpheus and and it makes sense that it's not Lawrence fishburne because Lawrence fishburne's character was a real character morpheus isn't necessarily real so that that made sense to me and i i like the actor that played him i thought he was really good as the morpheus in it and the action sequences they had him in and John's got all pissed off at me because I like that part. I don't care. I enjoyed this movie, but I loved him doing the action sequence, like him doing the flips, like in, in at Neo's office, which was kind of like a, like a kind of like a memory that kind of happened that kind of didn't. Him doing the him walking like through with the dual pistols, like that was co- like the machine, like the machine gun and the submachine gun and the pistol. Him walking through the hallways, that doing the cartwheel in the air, like. This stuff was cool. I thought this this was an entertaining sequence for me. I mean, again, I thought he was great in it, and I thought it made sense of how this worked. Again, and I mean, Neil Patrick Harris is the analyst. He's the he was the new kind of creator of this version of the Matrix, and 
the the sub the sub like this not subtlety but the constant re- emphasis of blue 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 his glasses the frames were all blue the the, the kind of like the insides of his glasses were blue a lot of stuff was blue in his office there's a lot of emphasis on blue trying to get you thinking this is reality it's all about is this real is this fake and that 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 that, that, that constant thing of you trying to figure out is this real is this fake that's that like that was really cool and like again, that that's the whole point of the Matrix is like, is it real? What is reality? What is fake? And this one seems so real. Like the game he played, the get Tiffany, which is Trinity, which is really Trinity, but the game, the name they gave her, Tr- Tiffany, and have her had kids. Again, I'm gonna let John John bitch, and that's okay. Let's go. Let, I'm gonna let him bitch. Let him fuel this out because I'm gonna okay. tear down his argument in five goddamn minutes. But we'll get into. Let me that. just tell you this: having. This is how on the nose this thing was for me. I was okay with them showing like an homage to the original Matrix movie, them being inside the office of Mr. Anderson, which is Neo. I was okay with that because of the fact I thought it was a nice little tip of the hat type of thing. Then you get into this whole entire thing that he's a video game developer making a Matrix. Guess who's actually part of the development team? Warner Brothers. Guess who? what the name of the Matrix movie is? And this is what I was thinking. And everything. Be quiet, Charlie. <laughs> this is what I was thinking the whole time. Whenever I saw this, oh, it's Matrix Four. Guess what? Next thing you know, it. Guess what? They say it's Matrix Four. I'm like, no, this is so stupid. I understand what they're going for. That they're trying to keep it more of an updated kind of version with the video games, keeping it well within that. To me, you could have actually done this movie without the video game aspect to it. You didn't have to go that extra mile and make everything look like a stupid video game for crying out loud. I get the fact that everything's supposed to look fake and everything else and stuff, things like that because it's a video game, which I didn't care about the environment or anything like that. I thought the environment stuff was actually fine because you're trying to fit in a video game aspect into this movie, even though it didn't need to be in this movie in the first place. All you had to do was do one simple thing. Have the machines resurrect Neo and Trinity, which they did, and rebuild them, which they did. Then get rid of the video game aspect of it. It's just somebody else who made the Matrix and made it the way it is without having the video game aspect of it. And have Neil Patrick Harris as the main antagonist who's keeping him there without the video game aspect to it. The video game aspect of it is stupid. It's too much on the nose. Also, too, having the executive there pretending to be Warner Brothers and saying, oh, we're going to make this game whether you're going to do it or not, which also feels like to me that one of the Wachowski uh, sisters was actually feeling pressure from Warner Brothers to do this film. And guess what? There was actually a news report that winded up saying that. So, yeah, I do not like this. I do not like this scene. I thought this scene was stupid. I didn't think that there was any need to have this freaking scene in here. So, yeah, I don't like this movie. Yeah, I don't like this scene. Deal with it. (laughs) Okay, like I said, I'm going to tear your... You watch this movie from your phone. A crappy like, movie is a crappy movie, no matter which the size of the diagram. TV. The phone. Ooh, look, I got a phone right here. It's not big enough to watch a good movie. I, I don't care. I still saw the environmental stuff. I was fine with the environment. I mean, and stuff it's like not. That. It's this, like, the video game aspect had nothing to do with just the overall theme of the movie. Because Neo worked in the very first Matrix. He worked in like not a video game company, but he worked in like that kind of like that kind of field. So and he was just like (laughs) he was just a programmer. 
That's what coding is. Coding's part of video games. There's a lot of coding in that. And then in this one, he's the head leader. And the Jonathan Groff character, he wasn't the exec. It was the higher ups that were telling him to do this. No, I'm just trying to like throw John's argument back at him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The video game aspect of it. I'm, I'm I did not like the video game aspect of it. It did not make any sense to have the video game aspect into it. I think that they should have done away with the video game aspect of it. I don't care if I watch this movie on my cell phone. A crappy movie is a crappy movie, no matter which way you look at it Dang and everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm watching it on my 45-inch flat screen TV right behind me. I do not care. This movie is stupid to actually have a video game aspect to the movie when it's not needed. Well, go on, Samiki. I'll, I'll do my thoughts in a sec. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I just entered the Matrix, so I was <laughs> seeing that you, you don't like the movie. <laughs> I, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, it wasn't the best movie out of the Matrix franchise, but I thought the video game aspect was clever. Um, and I guess it didn't really have a, a plot in a sense, but the way I see it is this new architect, this is mostly like an ego trip for him. He wants to beat the previous architect and show him I can build a better Matrix. Better than Colonel Sanders from the last movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better than Colonel Sanders. Um, so he he plays on human emotions. So it's all psychological to him, this new matrix. And uh, the previous architect, it was logic and facts or facts or whatever. So that's how I saw it with this, um, the old architect and the new architect. Just the reason he brought, um, gosh, um, Neo back is he was an anomaly, anomaly, um, and that fascinated him. And he wanted to bring Neo back, like, oh, I can build a better matrix with Neo in it, but I need Trinity in order to have Neo in it. For some reason, the two can't exist without the other in whatever matrix or universe they are in. So, I like I said, I thought some parts of it was clever with the video game aspect just turning his life into a video gamer um but not having Lawrence Fishburne in it as Morpheus was not I didn't like that aspect and I still don't have a good there still isn't a good reason why the Wachowski sister um Lily didn't put him in the Matrix movie that I know of I've just been trying to find a reason I think I kind of like that idea because, again, I think the time frame, 61 years yeah, between the events of the third one. And, yeah, no, and I would survive because I think she was kind of more the let's stand back and not that. And Morpheus be like, no, we need to fight this head on. I think that was going to get Morpheus killed at some point. So I think, again, 61 years, it kind of makes sense. And I like the idea because again, it's a whole like the whole idea of the video game. I thought it was clever, like about Neo just being like the constant like annoyance of like uh, him taking the blue pills and having to listen to the guys. Oh, what was so great about the Matrix? I thought that was con- that that was kind of funny about the the idiots that think they know the Matrix but they're not. Like, oh, bullet time, yeah, like all that. I just I thought that was kind of funny. But sorry, John, I got to quote the Great Trinity here, and I got to repeat that. 
Okay. And like, I'm going to use uh, some of the quotes from the second one right before she jacks into the matrix. She goes, okay. I, I'm going to like, I will not stand here and, and do nothing. I will not stand here. I will not sit here and do nothing. I will not mm-hmm. wait, not wait here to watch you ruin this movie. Which, yeah. And then, yeah, in five minutes, I'm tearing your whole goddamn argument down. <laughs> I don't care. You can tear it down all you want. That's I'm still fine. Believe okay. what I, believe. I mean, hey, you like, hey, you have your beliefs on what the Matrix should be. I have my own architecture feel of what I think this should yeah. be. This is some what, of ha- what, you, what you expected worked. Some of what you expected happened in this movie. Uh-huh. Okay, and it's, and it's not the whole movie; it's the video game portion. It was like maybe like maybe a good 10, 15, maybe thirty. I'll get into my other stuff that I'm going to bitch about. Oh, in the oh no! Okay. Oh, don't worry, I'm I like expecting that. the bitching. Like the, the Neo, I have some other stuff. Come at me. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. I still know. Like I have my sunglasses on. Yeah, um, but go on, John, continue. Before you came on, this is what I said. I feel like this. They could have still had Neo and Trinity in there without having the video game aspect into this thing. Just to keep them apart because they're dangerous together. You can still have Neo taking the blue pills with Neil Patrick Harris as the main antagonist, which I would have been fine with without the video game aspect to it. And then... You know, they're not allowed to see each other because of the fact that they have this chemical imbalance to where, you know, basically they're stronger together because they're in love. And so that's all you needed. You didn't need to have that if that's all you need. And then you can have them stuck there. You can have Trinity and him don't meet up or anything like that. They meet up a little bit. They have a glimpse at each other. You know, that's all I, That's all you need. You don't need. And then there's a coffee uh, thing. Here's another thing I didn't like. The coffee shop scene. With Trinity and Keanu, I make bikes. No, Keanu, I love you to death, dude. I love you to death. But you did not have to advertise the fact that you actually make bikes for a living outside of your career. You did not have to do yeah, that. That was Trinity. No, he actually does make bikes in the real life. He really oh. does have yeah. his own bike yeah, business. Keanu oh, does in real life. That. He never yeah. said that in the movie. It was he Trinity, uh, Trinity that well, was the bike enthusiast. Well, yeah, yeah. never said Neo never said that because Neo is a video game developer. It was Trinity yeah. that has a fascination with bikes, and and that's that, and that goes that's who Trinity's character was. She was she like she loved and especially the Ducatis. She mentioned that specifically. Neo never said that. Well, it was, still, it was more well, it's still a tip of the hat to his business. I I will mention that that was weird to have her as a soccer mom who's a bike enthusiast. And then she's working at that warehouse. Like, I know the dude was a ball bag, but did she really have to work at the warehouse? Hey, kids, look, your mom has to go to work, and pretty much I'm going to be babysitting y'all, but it's going to be okay because she she's going to be making some motorcycles for us, mm. okay, at this warehouse that, that is really looks like a shack and everything, and not really underground. So, I mean, come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to go on Neo's point, what 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 profession did you want to have Neo at? This one made sense because again, I mentioned All you in his had first to do. movie, he was a he he worked at a like, like a programming company. He loved he worked at a programming company, and I think yeah, I think it made the storyline made sense because it, mm. he's basing the game off of the and again. The video game aspect is not the whole movie. It's only a small snippet of the movie. Not yeah. not it's, it's like a it's like a subplot. It's not the main plot. The main plot is Neo is Neo Neo is alive. He's like they're like his analyst is forcing him to take blue pills to make him stay in the reality That's that they're in. 
because mm-hmm. you can't really you you can't like, what like what you were gonna have oh Neo he's a karate master no that's not gonna that's work how, no that's not what I, I mean, wanted it's like no it's like I mean this it fits what he was a programmer that's well, where no. he is he, and well, that's what would have been work it <laughs> works for this storyline it worked. I don't know what you're. I don't want you. What do you want? Huh? Okay, this is what I want. You're reading too much into the movie. Like you're like again. That's what I'm glad. I have a glitch in the the notebook. What I want is this. (laughs) Tell me what you want. What do you want? (laughs) What do you want? Look, all they had to do was one simple thing. One simple thing. Keep them in the freaking matrix. You don't have to have them working a job. A nine-to-five job, being a video game developer. He's there for a reason, to see the psychiatrist, to keep him in the freaking psychiatrist's office, and to keep him in within this world. Was he going to go to depression? Maybe. Is he going to go through different trials? Maybe. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to go ahead and go that extra mile. Oh, he's a video game developer. Guess what we're going to call it? The Matrix 4. No, you didn't have to go there that extra mile. You didn't yeah, have to I'm have really WB. Oh, we're going to make this whether or not. Anyways, yeah. let's go to the next scene. Um, John, John, you're trying, <laughs> to, make many parts of the you're movie. trying to make sense of a madman. This architect has no reason or logic. He's just a man and likes to see the world burn. And, and that's thought, okay. That's what I thought, wanted to see. He thought it would be funny if Neo was a game designer. He's like, oh, I'm gonna make him a balding game designer, and then I'm gonna make um, Smith, Agent Smith, some hipster that likes goat milk in his cappuccino. <laughs> like he just was poking fun at them and at everything because he thought, oh, I, I'm the greatest architect, so I know what I'm doing. My matrix is ten times better. So you're trying to make sense out of a madman. I mean, I maybe I am a madman. We're trying to make sense out of a madman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he had no reason. He just to me it was like an ego trip. He's like, I want to build a better matrix, and I'm just gonna make fun of the previous matrix and everybody else. I mean, that's why I thought Neil Patrick Harris John was his least favorite scene. Well, it's all the movie. It's the whole movie. The whole whole movie. I'm gonna get into some of my other aspects that I did like. And and I told you, John, earlier on, and I quote, "This movie is my Space Jam too," which means you're telling me that Space Jam Two is better than this movie. No, I'm not saying that. Completely wrong. (laughs) Oh, but Brandy was asking the both of y'all though too. What was oh, your least favorite part? Favorite. Mm, I, I guess one of my least favorites was when uh, Trinity and Neo came back into the coffee house and they're surrounded by the SWAT members. I thought that conversation was a little bit odd because she was just saying, I, I guess, like, I'm just making logic out of it like John because <laughs> she just came in randomly and she was like oh I saw this video gamer named Trinity and I thought I looked like her but my husband said I don't and then I I like motorcycles too and it was like all this <laughs> weird I don't know that conversation was kind of awful what, like the, the conversation towards the end because I think yeah. that, like the conversation to the end she didn't really I think the, it was more the first conversation in the coffee shop where they're discussing um, yeah I played your game and I don't really look like her 
Um, oh, but yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah, that was the very first one. The second well, the time, she, like, he knew out. exactly what was going to happen because that was like that was the memories. Mm-hmm. And I, I the, the second coffee conversation was like was when they're surrounded by a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. That was when I knew it was like that was probably one of my favorite. Like the last forty five minutes of this movie was my favorite of this movie. Well, because it was the huge the actions, the big a- epic ac- finale action sequence, which that was the really when like them saving Trinity. That was the sequence for me. It was like, okay, now, all right. And John's, John's looking at me like he's about to like rip me that. And I'm like, that's oh, probably one of, his least, one of his many least favorite moments. And I don't care. Like, I, I like this. I live, I love the last 45 minutes. It was awesome because it was them getting the two of them back. And, um, but I, I can't really f- figure out maybe the, the openings, like the main sequence of Christina Ricci. As the uh, the I'm talking about, like she 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 was the uh, one that came provided the ideas. Yeah. Briefly, when like there maybe like that small portion, but it didn't bother me too much. Like I said, I didn't feel bored at all during this movie. Like for a two and a half hour movie, for me to not be bored, you must be doing something right because I was mm-hmm. entertained throughout. And um, so I don't necessarily don't have a least favorite scene. Um. And then again, I love Neil Patrick Harris in this. I thought he was fantastic. He was perfect for the analyst. Oh, great. And I like Jonathan Groff, I thought, as the nemesis to him. I thought he was a good adversary, in a sense, to to Neo. And um, I'm interested if they progress, because I know I saw an article that Warner Brothers is going to do a fifth one. That's what I, they're interested in doing a fifth one. Um, I heard it was canceled, though. I didn't hear that at all. Why? You got it canceled, John? (laughs) No. No. yeah. I heard they weren't going to do it though. That's... I no, I think as of December twenty seventh that they were going to do it, and you okay. might think the go hasn't made that much money. Well, it it comes out. It, it does. It has like this is the one thing that sets it apart from like the Spider Man's. This movie got a China release date. Spider Man didn't get a China release date. It's coming out next week in China. So I think, it, and then I think with the popularity of Keanu, I think it's going to do well internationally. Um, it, it's not doing so hot right now, but I think it's because not many movies this year gotten that release date in China. I think No Time to Die. And I think another movie I can't think of it. I know No Time to Die got released overseas mm. in China, and I this movie will. So that that says something that they can do it. And LeBron James can't even get LeBron James has trouble getting his movie in China right. because he, he, China hates the MVA, but. Oh. Dang. But uh, this is another thing I want to mention. Oh, boy. And here's the thing. I love seeing the Kung Fu sequence again and stuff like that. Yeah. Then I thought that the Goku Dragon Ball Z thing that they did was actually pretty cool. But when they keep doing it over and over again with Neo and Trinity, it's like having a five-year-old that's spamming your favorite move over and over again. It becomes annoying. Then... Also, too, Neo stopping bullets. We know that he stops bullets because we saw Matrix Reloaded. Then he's stopping bullets. Then he's stopping bullets again. Then he's shielding the people from... Then after that, he's ex- he's catching people falling out of windows so they don't fall down and bust because of the fact they're part of the coding, which actually does make sense. But anyways, he's going to do this. And then he's going to do that. Then he's going to do this. And it's the same move over and over again. It's like a five-year-old 
playing the same your favorite the favorite video game in a fighting video game and they just spamming you with the same moves over and over again and it became annoying i'm like can you do something else besides shielding trinity from people falling out of windows can you do something more besides stopping bullets we get it you can catch bullets congratulations neo give yourself a cookie we saw this in the, sec the second and third one okay i wanted to see something new with his powers and stuff like that instead of the same repetitive stuff that we got from the first time then i now i do like the warehouse scene with the fight scenes with that i did like that part i also like seeing the french guy back again he doesn't have any he doesn't have sex dessert this time but this time it was actually i have to say i like the fight sequences with that scene i thought that was layered out a lot better but as far as the Dragon Ball Goku thing that they did and then the stopping the bullets over and over again, nah. That, that that got on my nerves. And then not to mention the Peter Pan thing at the end. Let's just jump off the building and see if we can make it. Because nobody else did in the first one, so let's try it out over here. So they jump off the building. All of a sudden, I'm like, Trinity's going to fly. This is me on the couch. I'm like, Trinity's going to fly. And she flew. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And Brandy's over there. Like, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. She, the, she, she flew. Um, I don't, I didn't see anything wrong with that. I thought that was cool. What? Now I think I, I figured you'd be bitching more if Neo flew, because Neo, because you, oh, you got to do the same five year old move. Neo flies. No, because like you can't. You got to start out slow. Neo's gaining his powers back. What, what, do you expect Neo to pull out a gun and start shooting? That's not what his character is anymore. That's John Wick. Like, like, and, like and again, what, if he, if, if, if he, if Trinity had gotten, like, on fire or shot, movie was over and it would be pointless and you'd be bitching about the ending on that one too. You'd be saying, they killed Trinity again. No, oh, I hate this movie. Yeah, to like, be honest whatever. with you, I don't care whether they lived or died. I mean, Hi, oh, dang, John. Damn, John, where did Keanu touch you? Like, yeah, seriously. Did I'd rather see Keanu Reeves. And John Wick, and suffering through another two and a half hour and thirty minute movie of the Matrix. What the Wachowskis are one hit pony shows oh. that had more misses than hits. Oh. Look at Speed Racer. Look oh. at oh. look at Speed Racer. Then look oh. at Jupiter Ascending. Then look oh, at yeah. some great. of the other movies. V for Vendetta and the and the Matrix movies were the best ones that they had out. You said, "Come at me, come at me, yeah. girls." <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. Like, that seems like that. I'm like, okay, you can't really yeah. be bros. They're not bros anymore. Yeah. We got to be meta. So, oh, um, sorry. Whoops. Yeah. Girls. Whatever. I I don't know, but it's like, oh, what if like it's like uh, Neo's? I mean, he's on a motorcycle. What expect? What else did you need Neo to do? Um, I just thought throughout the movie, the movie Matrix movies, um, the two formed one. You, it could be argued that the two formed one superpower, and that in this new Matrix movie, that power was developing into one, like one entity. I mean, they're better together than they are apart, and that that was the whole point of the the and the analyst, which was a smart idea. Keep them close enough to give them hope, and then, but not not too close, you know that. And I thought how they, like I said, I how they brought them back. I was like. Oh, this makes sense. And they didn't get rid of his eyes. And that's what I really appreciate in this one. You, Neo can see both 
in the matrix and not in the matrix in the real world and like that i that was that was really well done and that's why i i mean that's i mean this one was a huge like 100 percent better than the third one um and i think for me just the story made sense and to get the two important characters and it was like essentially this movie to quote deadpool oh uh, this is not a murder this is a love story and that's what it was that it is because it's neo and trinity like those were the two characters I like the most, and I'm not the only one that I like those two the most because they're memorable. I'm sorry, Morpheus, you just you just didn't find the right rabbit hole. Like right. honestly, like, okay, for me, that's that like, one, no. I mean, I think for me, like Morpheus, okay, but he kept getting yeah. his ass kicked. No, I want people to get ass instead of getting their ass kicked. I, I and I, I that's why I like that mm-hmm. they didn't that. I mean, and I, and I, I said earlier on before you joined Tamika that I like the actor that portrayed the new one. No. Um, and like I thought the action sequences that he did were pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I loved Bugs, I thought Bugs was great. Yeah, she was, um, and I like the idea of portals about them portals. going through portals. I thought that mm-hmm. was really cool. Like, and then they just a lot of kind of like throw back at the first one. What we don't have to, we don't like, do you expect us to still be using telephone booths? Like, I thought that was a nice little shade, and then I loved the swarm idea. When everybody can turn into like instant enemies instantly, so it's like so we don't need the constant repeat of the agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, all Mister Hunter, Mister Smith, we don't need that. Anybody can be an enemy. Anybody can be a killer in one single click or a swarm. Like what the swarm sequences, like the Tokyo and the train sequence. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't see the much too much of the shaky cam. Then again, I wasn't really paying attention. I was paying attention because I was actually enjoying myself with this having a good time Uh-oh. and 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 it, and it cost me anything because the because the, the un, i'm part of the regal unlimited program so i didn't it didn't cost me anything to see this movie so it's it was two and a half hours of me enjoying myself and having a good time watching this movie in the theaters when it, you get in the visual seen it visually and john see, licking his lips again like he's about to come at me but i yeah. can just already like we, we know, John, you hate this movie. We get it. Yeah, John, jeez. All right, okay. like, all right man. That, that's but enough. Me I want to go on and ask Tamika, what, what? what were some of the other things you liked? Because oh, I've been ranting well, a little bit. Oh, I get it, John. Me, you don't want to hear me, me anymore. I got in, it. Let me, <laughs> let me get into this Morpheus thing. No, I like that Morpheus was there. Because on the posters, we see is Neo, is Trinity, and is Morpheus. And technically, they make up the Trinity of the uh, point. Not to get onto Trinity's name, but to me, they make up the Trinity of the Matrix. And you got Morpheus now being a servant, chucking and jiving, Thompson. Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm going to the bar. And I'm like, what kind of Morpheus is this? I do not like this. No, I want my calm, cool, collected Morpheus. And I felt like throughout this movie, they was just uh, poking fun or making fun at Morpheus. You know, like he's an old fool and he doesn't know anything. Maybe that's true, but I don't want to see that in Morpheus. I don't want this guy coming in here, shucking and jiving, throwing his martini around. Hey, I'm Morpheus. Whoa. He was just a servant. Okay. Morpheus is a leader. He may be um a little bit misguided but he is a leader <laughs> nonetheless and i thought lawrence fishburne should have been in this movie that's all i'm gonna say i mean 
I think it's a different version of Morpheus again. I don't like it. it I, I thought it was okay. It didn't it made sense, especially when they find out Morpheus, the real Morpheus died. John, you can stop shaking your head at me. Let me let me let me get this point out and then you can just continue bitching. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, John. I'm not gonna let you have this one. Oh, like I'm sorry, oh. you're not you're not gonna try to ruin this experience for me. Like you tried to force me not to see this in theaters. You literally tried to tell me why are you seeing this in theaters. You're trying to tell me like, like I ain't gonna quote the Oracle. You should we should well know now well enough to make up your own damn mind. <laughs> like like I said, I mean I gotta quote the Oracle on that one. I know you tried, but I'm sorry you're not you're you're not shutting me down like like the uh, Neil Patrick Harris tried to do in more the Neo and Trinity. Like oh. um, you're not shutting me down. Dang. Um, I'm sorry. True hurts. But uh, but yeah, I, I thought it it, it, it it fit. It was a different Morpheus. It's not the real Morpheus. Like he even admitted, I'm not the real. I'm not like that. He was just showing it. Like it was like a lot of homages, and it's just like nostalgia. And I thought that was like the the, snip, the various snippets throughout the whole movie, the nostalgia of the old movies. Not while well, I'm off the Morpheus part. I just like the the clips that they showed oh. throughout, just to kind of like remember everybody what really happened in a sense. I thought that was fitting. I love the action sequences in this, and I love the. I love the uh, again the last forty five minutes again. Neo doing the one move that's fine because these people don't go down easily with bullets. What like you, you, you like that? I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. But everybody else was able to pull them down. That's fine. This is not this is Neo and and even hey Neo, can you fly? I thought that was funny. Nope, that's not working. Uh, him try to fly and him go right right to the ground. And I like that they did it with Trinity. Trinity's the one that's got more of the powers because. She seemed to be like the one human that was with Neo the whole time, and she really didn't really get to be able to do much. Again, the whole third movie, they pretty much like put them on the back, like on the like backlog, and like, oh yeah, Neo and Trinity are out there. I like that they gave her that, like gave her some more of the powers. But I, the the line I love the most, which really got me hyped for this, like uh, hyped for like the last, the, I maybe enjoy this movie, is when Trinity's getting like pulled. When everyone and when when uh, towards like when ne- uh, when the, the uh, analyst is about to kill Neo, and Trinity looks back, and then the the, the fake husband, oh, John, just disappeared in the. Oh. <laughs> um, when the, the the fake husband was pulling on Tiffany. Oh yeah. And when she turns around, um, uh, let's see what he said. He goes, "Be right back, okay." Mm-hmm. Um, so it's when he's pulling on her arm, and he goes, like she goes, "We." I, I like I say, will you like stop fucking call me that? I hate that name. My name is Trinity, and I I love that that moment mm-hmm. when she when she did that. It was like, oh hell yeah, she, she's back. And she goes, my name is Trinity, and he like, you better get your goddamn hands off me. And then she does the iconic kick when like the kind of like the uh, like backflip kick oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And when she did that kick to him, I thought that was I was like, all right, yeah, Trinity's back. She's badass. Like I love that moment when when she re- and she fat. But then again, I like the whole idea of the uh, the, uh, the 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 little girl from the third movie. She was annoying in the third movie. She wasn't annoying now because and then I just brought the whole idea about her father is the one that like worked in the I like worked in the machine area that brought Neo and Trinity back. And I thought that was like kind of like filling in some gaps from the third movie about what 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 really happened. And again. How they brought him back, I thought it worked. I thought I thought it was cool, and and it made sense. 
how they brought him back, and then like the fact that you had to keep the two of them apart because when the two of them are at, they're like god mode because they're like the mm-hmm. they're like the power couple. Like mm-hmm. they they can rival any other power couple. I'm sorry, those two will kick. Um, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling's ass from the Notebook. Oh, for sure. Don't even go there. They mm-hmm. didn't. Have, those two didn't have chemistry at all. Like a tr- a tree in in the in the sap and the maple syrup have more chemistry <laughs> than Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> Neon Trinity would kick those two as ass because it wasn't toxic. They knew like they true up. And if the two of them had walked up to you in a bar and they and and they. Like like and and they're pretty much they're gonna give you a mission. You immediately say yes because why would you want to turn down these two? Because you know you're gonna about to kick some ass. And those two guys, those two are the it couple. And like and again, like being able to get the, brought the bring them back and the, the and again the way like they the mission to fix her. Like like I thought that was really cool about the tech about how like you can't really unplug somebody when they're still jacked into the matrix when they're not mm. unplugged oh, yet. Yeah. I love that all aspect to it. Yeah, that was a very complex mission that they had. Because, I, I mean, I guess until you further explain it, I got kind of lost on what the Oracle's reasoning was with getting involved in this in the first place. And, and it wasn't really the Oracle, it was Sati. I think that was the little girl, it was the Sati. Oh, yeah. so they, like weren't your name hinting, they weren't hinting but, that she was the next Oracle? Yeah, I think they were hinting that, but I don't think there really was an oracle. I mean, like um, Niobe isn't an oracle, right? I didn't um, see anything about her being like an oracle or anything like that. That's what I was assuming, and everything because of the fact that I felt like that was going to be another oracle that took her place. But that was just me speculating from the third film. Now I did um, see a video that said that there was a uh, they missed the mark on one of the scenes where Niobe was saying that the machines were fighting each other, that it could have delved deeper into that aspect. So I don't know. I guess that concept would have been interesting, but maybe it would have been too much Terminator. The reason why they yeah. didn't go into it fully. And then if this movie was 30 minutes longer, John would be complaining. It's a three hour movie <laughs> and we didn't need to get well, more into this. Like just wrap it up. Let's go. Like, if it's longer, <laughs> you want to complain more. <laughs> okay, so there's something else that oh, really sure. bothered me with oh, this here film. We go. <laughs> okay, okay. number one, they could have gotten Hugo Weaving to play that role. Yes. And because I felt like that was what was missing. Don't get me wrong. I thought the guy was a great actor. I understand the fact that they're using new technology to actually get the agents to um, disguise themselves and everything. I thought that made sense. I'm not crapping on that. I'm not crapping on the guy's performance or anything like that. I think he's a great thing. I thought that the performance was really good, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. When it became, when he was able to do his own thing rather than doing an impression of Hugo Weaving, he, he was good. To me, if you're going to do the character, don't do an impression of Hugo Weaving. Let the character be your own. And that was like the only little small thing I, I, I complain about is the fact that I feel like he was doing a Hugo Weaving impression rather than letting the character be his own. In certain aspects, he does do it, but in certain aspects, he doesn't. But I understand why that they went with a different actor, but I just feel like Hugo Weaving was the most menacing 
the most dangerous character within the Matrix. But I also like the fact that there's history with Neo and, um, and Smith. I thought that that was always a great thing within the Matrix itself. And then also, too, seeing Smith change is like, look, I'm in this Matrix and everything, too, now. I'm actually free from my own own thing now. So therefore I can make my own choices within this world. So I like that whole entire thing. It's like, I'm not going to go after you anymore. I'm going to, I made my peace with you. You stopped me three times. I'm done. And I'm going to go my way. You go your way. We don't meet in between. And I'm going to take care of the psychiatrist. And I like that whole entire balance. And then of course that whole entire scene in the bar. I like that with the deja vu with the cat and things like that. I thought that worked out good. And also, too, Trinity turning around. Do not call me uh, Tiffany. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you see the explosion. I thought that was good. I thought that was played out good. Now, the thing that I didn't like was this. It's Naomi. It's been 30 years since we've seen her. Yes, she's aged a lot. Quite a lot. And the one of the things that I didn't like was the fact that they're bringing strawberries into her world. Using the coding to bring strawberries into a world when they don't believe in the fact that bringing other stuff from the Matrix into their world because of the fact the Matrix is supposed to be fake. So it contradicts the beliefs of what we knew from the very first movie. Even though it's a different place, you still don't believe in what they're doing within the Matrix world. So why are you going to eat from what you don't believe in? It's like eating from the tree of knowledge. You know it's bad for you, but you're still going to eat it. She's doing the same. Basically, she's contradi- they're contradicting the rules of how it's played out within the first rules of the very first Matrix movie. That's what I got from it. But I just didn't like the coding, putting the strawberries in there, her eating it, and then doing it that way. And even though they explained it, it didn't work for me. That didn't work for me. The parts with Neo bringing them back and everything. I like that. I like the whole entire aspect of them bringing them back the way that they brought them back. Now, the other thing, though, with the machines. I wanted to see a Civil War paced thing where you have the machines fighting against each other and stuff like that because of the fact that they're trying to pick a side. And I wanted to know what made them turn, what made them think the way that they thought, in a sense. I wanted to see that, and they didn't play that out. It would have been cool to see it, but they talked about it instead. But that's just me on how I thought about that. What about you guys? I I will admit that is kind of interesting what you just said about Niobe. Um, it's like she <laughs> it's like she's in a matrix within herself. You know, she's moving away from uh, the the real. She's moving outside of the matrix, and she's just formulating like juicy strawberries and berries like okay i i give you that that i think that's a character flaw within herself though i think that's interesting that they put it in there it could be lots of arguments into why um niobe thinks that she's getting away from zion and his old ways and she mentioned that they were in a matrix within themselves but she's right back where she is as well She's formulating a matrix too. So it's you can't argue that maybe their minds aren't really free as they think there is. There's some part of comfort that they want 
because I'm assuming outside of the matrix, there is it's not comfortable. It's real and it's war. So I guess you can kind of. I don't know if Lily or the other writers or directors wrote that in to have us argue about that, but that is a good point. But I just think it's the character flaw of herself. And again, we never really found out what her real motives were in the last two movies, like mm-hmm. in Naomi. So we don't really know. She could be believing all this. Like, again, like the idea of the sudden change is again, 61 years. That's a lot of time and technology changes because I, I mean, it may, like Zion was like always so on the, like that. But I think they need to kind of work together. They kind of like picked up because they were never going to continue surviving the way they they did in the last three movies. So, of course, they had to change their idea and i thought it was kind of cool because because all the time they'd be eating the same same food like every single that group that cannot like keep the that cannot keep you healthy for all these years like it, it just can't like for again 61 years that stuff same stuff they had to change and that's the way they had to work with the machine so i think i think it made sense and then again then we don't really know the true motive of niobe because, I mean, Morpheus believed in that stuff, and it got him killed. It, it literally got him killed. And, and that's why, like, I mean, and the, and, that, and that's why yeah, she just fought that way, because I think she's trying to change it, change the way they fought. Because it worked for a while, and there was peace, and Neo brought them peace. And I think that's why the machines stopped, weren't fighting with the humans. And, and I think that and maybe some of the parts of the machines as well, because Neo brought them peace. But until they are, and then the analyst came along and then kind of changed that up. But um, again, I don't know. I don't think really, really knew. Because again, Niobe was not really a main character and she was not a main character in this one as well, which is fitting. She's a supporting role. Could, could they've done better with her? Sure. But it, it it didn't piss me off at the point that I wanted to throw something at the screen. No, like <laughs> it, it didn't piss me off. Like it's like it, it that again. I was just watching this to see okay, because like, it wasn't very long. They're on the news ion. They took off the Z. They took off the Z. So it's this ion or on or whatever it was called. It's fine. It was it, it was just a, it just moved the plot along, and to get to to get to the point of. Neo trying to get back to Trinity, and again, and that, that was the whole point. Again, they, like, it was just really cool to see the visuals, though. I thought the visuals were really well done, especially in the machine world. How everything looked, I thought it looked really cool. I thought it really did, and like again, because the technology's changed, and the te- in them working with the machines, I thought that was really cool. Like that one machine that they were like that uh, bugs and uh, was riding on to get to the oh, Trinity. Yeah. That was cool. That was a cool thing, mm-hmm. and and then to have the little girl involved grow up, I thought that was really fitting too. It kind of tied up a lot of loose ends, and she didn't call him now, which I really appreciate it. Like she she said it properly, Neo. And um, I, I, again, is this movie like is this movie the number one movie of the year for me? No, it's not. It's going to be in my top ten. It's not. It, it, I mean, I might have it higher than the Spider Man. That's me, because I, I enjoyed this movie more than... Ooh, Kiki. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this movie more than Spider-Man. Come at me, it's fine. Oh. I just didn't... I, did, oh I just God. didn't... I, 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 it was good. It was good. It was a good movie. Was it... Did I come out of it entertained? Yeah. But did, did I come... Like, I just came out... 
feeling disappointed after out of Spider-Man a little bit. Oh. I came out feeling this one. I didn't feel disappointed at all. I liked this, and then immediately when I got home, I went. I put it on HBO Max and I watched the last forty-five minutes because that swarm sequence at the end that was cool because you never you this this shows you the different types of the Matrix and how it's changing. I thought that was cool, and then when they become suicide bombers about oh. the coding, that was cool too. Because we we haven't seen any of this in in the last three movies, so see, so they definitely changed it up. And John's about to bitch again, so I'm gonna let oh. him. Uh oh, that's because it was stupid to have people falling out of windows. It, suicide, suicide bombers, bombers to yeah, use their bodies. That's what it was. That's the whole point. That's they why bombed. they had to. It's they're, 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 Hence the term. What point of suicide didn't you understand? Like the Christopher Walken for Balls Fury. What part of suicide didn't like? Didn't you understand? Like that's the whole point of it because they're in a lockdown protocol. Like they're shutting it down. So and and that's the whole point of this. And I thought that that was cool. That was entertaining. Right. Again, where did Keanu touch you, John? Seriously, hey, I have no qualms with Keanu. I have. I mean, seriously. What did he do? Okay, I mean, so there's him this doing the, a- him doing the the force stuff. I thought that was cool because. If Neo got all the powers instantly right, right when that, this movie would have been like a five-minute movie, boom, end the movie. Like You had to progress to the point to get him back. It progressed the same powers that I, we had. I will, the only thing I will say is I I wanted Neo to do more um, fighting, like physical fighting with Smith. That's all. I just wanted that a little bit longer. More physical yeah. fighting. That's, that's, that's what I was saying. Still a great fight scene, though. At the like, it is, yeah, and, was, like, and then the fact that he still had the same powers, and I thought it kind of made sense that it. I mean, I would I love Hugo to be back in this. Yeah, absolutely. However, I think it made sense because if Hugo was in it, everybody's like, "Smith's back again." Oh man. Oh. I thought I thought since this is a new version of the Matrix, you need a new person. It's all kind of like a it's a rebuild in a sense, and I thought they, they that's why they like I mean I think if Hugo would have done it, sure would have been cool and was really cool. This is kind of a reboot, so in a sense because they're rebooting the Matrix, and that's why they had to have the new guy in there. And I thought that w- it worked. Was he trying a little too hard to be Smith? Sure, yeah, sure. You want me to nitpick? Sure, but but it did, but it, it but I appreciated what they did because he was like it was not more of a make a, a remake. It was a homage. Because he's trying to channel it because he, Hugo did such a great job and Smith is such an iconic villain. Like, you, you didn't want to make fun of him and he wasn't making fun of him. He's pay, kind of a pain of a homage. And that's honestly, like, that's probably the most complimentary thing you could say. The fact that you're doing a homage to him. Kind of what the, the guy Morpheus was trying to do to Morpheus. He's trying to do a homage no, to him in no, a he sense. Wasn't. He failed. And, no. and, okay, that's fine. I'm that's like great value, here. Morpheus. I like those odds. Let's go. Um, but the movie, what, the, what the movie's trying to do, and, like, again, Neo having, like, the, I like that. I thought that cool. Anytime he, he stopped the bullets, that was cool because if Trinity dies, boom, end the movie. What was the point of what, like, him doing all this for? And it, what, what else, what, like, what did you want Neo to do, John? Tell me, what else did you want him to do? Here's the thing. When you get into a fourth movie, I'm expecting a little bit more powers than him doing the same shit that we got in the first well, three. What powers movies. did you want, John? I don't know yeah. anything because remember, uh, one of the Wachowskis, because Say remember, hold on, 
<laughs> okay, remember when Lana, because that's who directed this film and wrote this film, Lana said, this is going to be top-of-the-line technology that we haven't seen before or anything like that. It looks like the same stuff that we got in the first three films to me. And then Not also, really. too, hold on. Okay, they they no longer can hack into phones, phone booths. Now they use mirrors. They could use a tablet instead of going through mirrors. It's that's just me and my thinking. It's not because it like everybody, the technology is different. And you can easily hack stuff. That's why they're playing on that idea, and that's why they're going for the portals. I thought it was cool because you don't see this before. You've never like, again technology is that that changed it. The visuals of the machine world, everything was different looking. That was we haven't seen that before. You can't go say what, what technology now. It did not look the same at all. Like the oh. coding looked better. Like the coding looked like this looked more crisp, in a sense. Again, like what 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 else did you want on this movie? What another okay. Another thing. <laughs> another thing though too. The nostalgia. I like the nostalgia oh, wow. as long as it motivates the plot. Okay. And it did. And for the sake of the plot, but being slapped on top of my on top of my head over and over and over again with scenes from the movie. I get the fact that we're trying to go on ahead get new fans into this franchise. I get that. I respect that. But it reminds me of going into a cutscene of a video game and you're going over there and watching the same cutscenes that you've seen before because you lost the video game because you died. So now you have to suffer through that same cutscene that you went went through. And it's hitting us upside the head over and over and over again with that with the uh with nostalgia with the nostalgia factor. And I get the fact that there is nostalgia within the Spider-Man universe and stuff like that. I haven't seen it yet. I'm supposed to go see it on Tuesday. You which, better see it. So I am going to be going to see it. But here's the thing. I guarantee you the nostalgia factor with Spider-Man is going to be there to motivate the plot. And it's just not there to be as a standstill and say, oh, do you remember what happened in this one? Oh, Guess what? Neo decided to take the blue pill instead of the red pill. Mr. Anderson, uh, Neo, you have two choices. Take the red pill or the blue pill. Then you also have another scene with Morpheus and another scene and then another scene with Hugo Weaving and stuff like that. I'm like, no, just let the movie be its own thing without having to go back and go back to like, remember when? No, let's move forward. Let's move forward with the plot and go with it. But that's just me on my line of thinking. But I, I thought with the with the movie itself, it was making fun of us too, which I thought was pretty hilarious because there are people who are deep into the Matrix, but also it shows the the lore of the Matrix, like Neo, who he was and how he connected, how everybody connected with him. It's like how we see like these Marvel characters, right? We see the superheroes. And within the movie, that's what I thought. It was showing how um, like us as society, how we are fascinated with our superheroes, how we're fascinated with, I don't know, like this this Matrix universe. Because the guy, the annoying guy, um, I forgot his name, but he was I, I don't know if he was working with Neo at the game company. I forgot his name. He was annoying. But he said that, you know, oh, I remember the Matrix. That video game ruined my life. 
I didn't pass the seventh grade or whatever he was talking about. So it just touched on the, this fan base, this fandom of the Matrix and the lore of the Matrix. Like I thought that was pretty clever to tap into that. Like after all these years, people and us, after all these years, we're still talking about the Matrix and we're still plugged into these characters. So in a sense, that was pretty clever. And the whole thing with um, Jeffrey Gulf as imitating Smith, that was just him recalling the memories of some kind of breakdown in the Matrix to me. Like when he said oblivious mm-hmm. and Neo was reckon had recollections of huh, that sounds familiar. I didn't yeah. think he was doing an imitation. I think it was just the character itself was coming into, oh, this is who I am. Wait, I'm Mr. Anderson, because all their memories were white, clean. Yeah. So it was just the character was coming into, oh, this is who I am. I look different, but I'm still Mr. Smith, because mm-hmm. when he noticed the gun, that triggered him, and he was like, oh, wait, I'm Mr. Smith. Oh, that's Mr. Anderson. So that's yeah. that's what I thought, that it was written that way. Yeah, I mean, and it's also, too, because it's been 18 years since these movies have been out. Not many people have done the recaps like we did, and that's why I appreciated them putting the clips in there is to help. And we're, like, we're like Neo. We forgot we were like a sense we forgot everything that happened in it. So these clips were kind of they moved the plot along because we're like Neo, we're trying to remember what exactly happened. Because Neo's mind's completely like wiped out by the blue pills. So the constant the, the idea of memory repressed memories, and that's what Bugs and Morpheus said. That's what they were, that's what they tried to when they walked in in the port and you see the they kind of like the iconic sequence from the very first movie. They're trying to get Neo to remember himself because he like they're trying to get him to like repress those blue pill stuff to get him to think about what really happened, and that's what the point of those like they moved the plot along. That, that's the whole point of the clips. They weren't there for the sake of being there. They moved the plot along, and and that's what I really appreciate because again, when, binging three movies that's a lot of stuff to remember. So by having those some of those clips implemented in throughout the movie, you were able to remember a lot of stuff here, and it wasn't a, it wasn't nostalgia for the sake for the sake of being nostalgia. It moved the plot along, and and that, for that I appreciate it because we're again we're kind of like Neo. We forgot a lot of stuff. We kind of wanted to be able to remember like him, so we can be on Neo's side, and that's essentially what they did. And um. Would I like to have more action sequences? Yeah, absolutely, because that's what the whole point of Matrix. But from the scenes that I got from it, I was satisfied with it. Like the last forty-five minutes, yes, and then like the sequence where they deal with the exile programs, and you see the Merovingian, and then you see Neo's reaction, like "God, oh, God damn it!" Like I thought I got rid of that guy. When yeah. you see the Merovingian show up again, I we were like we kind of agreed with Neo. I'm like that guy, like I knew he was in it. I just thought it was clever how they did that about how he was an ex he was an exile program. So again, we kind of had the same reaction as me. I was like, oh, this guy. Mm-hmm. And then he runs off like the little wuss that he is. Like, um, would I have like Neo to punch that guy? Absolutely. But Neo Neo did that. And then again, like again, maybe they didn't want to give Neo a lot of powers because again, his character, when you see him in the mirror, he's an old guy. He's like an old guy. He does not he does not look like what he did. With his with his avatar, 
And then maybe maybe they couldn't give him like an extra set of like skills or whatever because I don't I I don't know like but there there could have been there's no no there nothing else they could have given Neo like and I really like they kind of transferred the power to Trinity and I like her flying I thought that was cool I thought that was cool and and then and then the end sequence where her just being the shit out at Neil Patrick Harris and then summoning them back up. I thought that was funny when she, first when she like roundhouse kicked him and then and then slit his throat mm-hmm. and 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 it, and it wasn't violent it made it seem because it was like he was like he's a program so I thought that was really cool like because in the other Matrix movies you see the blood you easily see the blood this one right. there's not much but you see because it blended in with the visuals and that's why because we hadn't seen this before so that's why Solano was on to something. We're, we were about to see something we haven't seen. Might not fit for you, John. It fit for us. <laughs> there, There's a lot of themes, too, John. I know you don't like this movie, but there's a lot of themes of <clears throat> how we as a society are just overdosed on medication. And we're plugged into right. technology so much. Or we work with technology. I don't know. It, it, it was AI concepts in it, too. Like can we mm-hmm. can we and AI work together? That's you what see, I thought the IOE, I ion or whatever was about. Can AI and humans work together? Right. And you see, at uh, at the very start of this, I also said I I figured that the psychiatry part worked for me because mm-hmm. it goes back to the opioid stuff and things oh, yeah. like that. And to me, it's about keeping you glued in to being into the psychiatry office. Because the psychiatrist gets paid whether you uh, gets paid by the hour because you're you're there, so of course he wants you to keep coming back for your medication. So what better way to do that with Neo coming back into the psych- psychiatrist's office because he wants him there. He wants him in that office. Yeah, and so, did you notice too? He was eating the steak. Do you remember that from Cipher? Yeah, yeah I, remember I remember that, that from Cipher. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't Neo the was steak. eating the steak. I remember so he that. Was yeah, really plugged into the Matrix so mm-hmm. much, and like yeah. Charlie was saying, all these <laughs> events from the past movie or the jog his memory because he's been plugged into the Matrix for so long, he doesn't even know who he is. And the right. constant blue images, like the, the analyst's glasses, they were blue. Every a lot of stuff in his office was blue. So the emphasis on blue, 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 blue kept getting Neo like not thinking about everything else. And that's why like you need to see another color like green or red, Christmas colors in a sense, to get him to maybe think about something else. Because the constant repetition of blue, 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 pills blue, everything in his office blue, the visuals blue, like everything yeah. was blue to the point to get you to forget what happened, to, to repress your memories thinking that they're these two dreams keep coming back keep taking the blue pills keep uh, mm-hmm. keep like sitting in the office or whatever and like just staring at your blue computer like it, a lot of emphasis on blue and that's why you needed all those clips to get you thinking again about like to not to not to thinking about free will in a sense oh, right i can see that yeah um there's one other thing i want to mention and it goes with feeling lukewarm about certain things. Like, for instance, when you see Neo being tugged from the Matrix world over into their real world with the mirror. Oh, yeah. It's like your brain is split in half, right? Because yeah. you don't know which road to go on. So what? So one person's pulling you one way. 
Then you have another person pulling you the other way. Mm -hmm. You don't know which side to go on or anything. And so you have Neil Patrick Harris is trying to pull Neil one way. It's like, come here. This is the way that you need to go. And you need to stay here with us. And then you have your real friends because Neil Patrick Harris is basically the fake. So you have your real friends that are trying to pull you in the right direction. Yeah. And they so had to shatter the mirror too. Yeah. They, right. they had to shoot the mirror. They didn't pull him in. They not, I didn't see anybody pulling him back in. They just shot the mirror. So there no, was like, like it, it, the other side was Neil Patrick Harris pulling right. him into the one side. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You're saying yeah. there's two sides pulling him, but there was no, but no actual pulling well, on the other side. It was just, they shot the mirror. Well, they, the way they, I, okay, because I was seeing it differently. Back. Yeah, they were trying to pull him back, or Buzz was trying to pull yeah. uh, Neo back, but she wasn't strong enough. And then they had to shoot the mirror just to break the connection. Could have been that. I don't know. I didn't really see that. I don't know. I didn't watch it from a phone. <laughs> hey, this is why you needed to watch it from a phone. But no, you don't. Way it goes. Watching, <laughs> look, you're, you're very limited. You're, there's smaller dimensions on a phone. You don't get to experience the full. I experienced the Matrix. I know. It's full oh. capacity in two hours. Yeah, we are and, in the Matrix. And, you know, I, I just want to tell everybody, just because I have my problems with this film mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you shouldn't enjoy this film for what it is. You may feel like Charlie. You might be signing against me. That's okay. We're allowed to have differences of opinions and everything because movies are subjective. You may, here's the thing, you might like certain aspects like Tamika does of this movie. You might like it as a whole. You may like certain things. But we're allowed to have discussions. We're allowed to think and tell you what we think, what we don't like and stuff like that. But if you're going to go out and see this movie, go out and see it, support it and everything because of the fact that you enjoyed something. And just because I didn't enjoy it as much as I want to does not... I don't have the right, and I'm sorry if I did this to you, Charlie. Oh, it definitely, oh, don't fine. worry. Like the comment section, it definitely felt like I was getting, I was like attacked by a, I felt swarmed by many people that hated this movie, Ooh, pretty nice. much forcing me, in a sense, I felt forced to me telling me not to see this movie in theaters. And that's when I came out with my comment saying, I've gone through a lot. I've waited a long time to see this movie. I went through a COVID 19 exposure potentially like luckily it was negative mm-hmm. preventing me from trying like a lot of stuff was trying to force it this movie had a personal connection to me right. this movie was my dad was the one that got me hooked into this franchise mm-hmm. it was and it was a personal connection for right. me and i think he would have liked this movie I, i'm too bad he wasn't there with me to see this but i really appreciate like because this movie's personal to me and i, I kind of felt attacked a little bit why everybody's telling me not to see this movie and not or, or, or like oh don't 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 waste your money don't go to the theater to see this and i'm like i had to support it and i i'm glad that i did because i loved it this movie was great this is my number one of the year no i gave it an eight and a half out of ten i enjoyed this movie and i found the poster on amazon for this movie the one that like uh, it kind of looked like the dubstep and i bought it the actual poster for this movie because this movie was just it was entertaining. And then, like and I said, I wanted to go, like, I will watch it again in the new year before it goes off HBO Max. Because this movie was just, I mean, it's just, it just watching that 45 minutes. Sure, I knew what was going to happen in it, but I just love that sequence so much. It, just, it makes me want to watch, maybe watch the movie again. This movie, to pick up and everything, it probably takes multiple viewings. So you may not, you may have hated it the first time, maybe watch it again. 
or not. I don't know. It depends what you're feeling. If like if this movie hurt you, you probably won't watch this movie again. But <laughs> if you want to probably pick up on some more stuff and maybe appreciate it more, this one maybe takes an, another viewing or something. Again, is this going to be my number one of the year? No. I might have it ranked higher than Spider-Man on my on my my favorite movies of. I'm not calling it best movies of 2021. Favorite movies. There's a lot of like again. I it depends on how high. It's not going to be really high up on my list. I have a bunch of other ones that are better than both of these, both better than Spider-Man and better than this. But it's gonna be it's gonna be in my top ten because I just came out enjoying this movie a lot, and I was really glad that I. Decided to make my up my own opinion and not and not and not get swarmed to tell me think one way. You're not gonna like this movie. Don't spend money. Don't waste your time. The hell with that. I was gonna spend my. I was gonna waste my time with this one, especially when John you said this was gonna be this is worse than Space Jam too. And I was like, oh, I hated Space Jam too. Nothing's gonna reach that level. And it's tied for my number one worst movie of the year with Tom and Jerry. You're not gonna get to that level. Those two were the epitome of trash. This is not. This is not garbage. Enjoy, so, enjoy watch this movie and don't be toxic on Twitter. And this because you a friend of yours like this movie. Don't dump them for a friend because they like the Matrix. People are gonna like that's this. Pity. Yeah, it, it's pity. It's like th- that's the whole point of this. We're not like don't be bashing people. F- like I'm just like it looks like I'm bashing John. I'm not. We're, I'm just busting his balls. Like, he that's do- all we're doing. We're just having I mean, fun. That's what we're doing. And and then even though it felt like it didn't feel like busting balls earlier on before I saw this movie, yeah. I'm busting his balls because I can because I wanted to to get revenge. <laughs> this is my excellent my plan to get revenge, and it worked in a yeah. sense. But, but still, don't be like don't like if somebody liked this movie that or and if you don't like this movie, you have legitimate reasons why John didn't like it. Don't go saying this movie is trash for the sake of trash, which I've seen a lot of people on Twitter. Oh, this movie's garbage, and they can't. It's even, not, they can't. They can't say they, they don't have a reasoning to yeah. back that up. Right. Exactly. Up, if you hated it, back up a reason why you didn't like it. Have mm-hmm. multiple, more than just one. Oh, this movie is bad. That that looks bad. Like, no, you need to have legitimate reason. Like, don't go bashing the movie for the sake of bashing it. Well, Space Jam 2 deserved to get bashed because I sat oh. for that movie. That oh. movie was pure garbage. Oh. And and I and to quote that, South Park made fun of it in the post-COVID. They said uh, in the in South Park in the episode, they said everybody like Space Jam 2 existed, and that's that was a big cause of COVID because everybody just gave up on life because of Space oh. Jam 2. I oh. mean, it's really bad when South Park makes fun of it. And oh. So much so they had to get people to forget about. Oh, sorry guys, we're not making Space Jam two anymore. We're gonna forget it. It's gone. We we decided like we, I just fought a reason. This is not gonna turn out well. It was so bad they had to kind of do that in the South Park to make people forget about Space Jam two because everybody just gave up hope on life. And hmm. yeah, this movie didn't make me give up hope. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's good. But Tamika, what's what's your final thoughts on this movie? Uh, for me, all the Matrix movies, even if they're bad, um, I'm just fascinated with the psychology and the lore of the Matrix. And I think in this one, a lot of the social issues were brought out. We brought out opioid abuse and repressed memories and just um, recalling memories or just plugging into who you are. And not forgetting about it. 
I guess to me, that's what this this film was about to me was just um, not forgetting who you are, who your true self are, who your true self is, uh, getting off the treadmill of life, quote unquote. Um, also, Never give it up in life, like keep fighting. No matter yeah, how tough fighting. it is, keep fighting to save the one you love. Yeah. That's what, this, that, that's, what Neo, that's what it was. It was yeah. Neo trying to get back with Trinity. And I, I love that aspect to it. I really did. Sorry to me. No, that's fine. I also like the fact that they were um that they were shooting the camera on us as the audience too. Like this is how the society views the matrix. They're all plugged into the matrix. It's time to unplug them out of the matrix, you know. Just the whole folklore and just making fun of the audience or Warner Brothers or whoever else they want to make fun of. I thought it was pretty clever. Was it a, a great movie? No, it was a good movie. Um, I don't know if I would give it a A or a, a B, maybe like a C or B minus to for me personally, but I would still say watch the movie on HBO Max or go see it in the theater so you can determine for yourself. Very well said, y'all. Very well said. So, with that being said, uh, Tamika, where can everybody follow you at if they want to go in and follow you on social media and all that other good stuff? Okay. All right. So, I'm part of Two Blurred Girls Podcast. We're on Facebook at Two Blurred Girls Podcast. We're also on Instagram at two blurred girls underscore podcast we're on twitter at blurred two girls and we're also on twitch under the same name uh we also have an audio podcast under the same name two blurred girls and we're on apple we're on um audible amazon iHeartRadio, radio um anchor breaker just everywhere that podcasts are shown um not sure we're doing a show tomorrow, but you can catch our other episodes on those streaming platforms. All right. And guys, here's the thing. Sunday, Tamika will be joining me at 2 o'clock Eastern time, 1 <laughs> yeah. o'clock Central time. And this is what we're going to be doing on January 2nd. We're actually doing a pod, indie podcast, Unite. Uh, episode where we'll have several different uh, podcasters and we have Curtis from the Listen, Listen, Listen podcast. We have Scene Invaders. We have we also have Micro Break making a special cameo appearance. Not only that, but we also have uh, the Hamilton Brothers. They're going to be coming coming on the show as well. It's Happy Hour with the Hamilton Brothers. They have a little podcast. Just imagining going to a bar and sitting, uh, sitting next to them, and they're having this conver- different conversations. And that's basically what their podcast is. Um, then, of course, uh, there's uh, we also have uh, the Western Review is going to be on there with us. He was there for two of the episodes that we did on Movie Lovers Unite. As a matter of fact, Tamika was actually part of that on uh, the Halloween episode. Halloween, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Halloween Kills. So he's going to be on there. Like I said, we have several podcasters and that's going to start like i said one o'clock central time two o'clock eastern time and of course seven o'clock p.m general mountain time so go ahead check us out over there on the youtube channel and on 
Facebook as well, because that's where it's going to be streaming at. Of course, if you guys want to go ahead and follow me under Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, under the same, same name brand on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you want to get an audio-only podcast episode and many podcast episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Unite, you guys can get that wherever you guys get your major uh, podcast at. Then, of course, go on over to Good Pods. That's where Tamika and I are at and everything. Matter of fact, that's who's sponsoring our um, episode for for uh sunday as well nice. so good pods is actually going to be sponsoring us good pods is basically the social media platform for podcasters we can reply to your comments you can rate us on good pods and all that other good stuff so going ahead head over to good pods rate us let us know what you think about us also too, spotify now has a way that you can rank us and then also too you can also go ahead rank us on uh apple Podcasts as well then of course go ahead and follow me underneath tiktok underneath movie lovers unit zero and then, of course, if you guys want to go ahead, follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And then after that, you guys can go on ahead and email me. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Then, of course, you guys can go on ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And thanks again to Mika. I do appreciate you guys yeah. uh, talking about The Matrix. I do appreciate you guys being on the show. You guys have a great and happy new year. Have a safe new year. And I'll be seeing you next year, Tamika, on Sunday. All right. Cool. I'll be there. So thanks again, Charlie. I do appreciate it as well. You're welcome. And always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye.